Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints happy cast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to a very special edition of the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Andrew, we donated to Sean Payton's charity. We okay. tricked him into doing the open for us, insulting us. We have doubled down on this philosophy. We got the one, the only, Mina Kynes, host of the number one podcast in America. The Mina can Kynes she, can she claim top 10 in Malta, though? Can you, Mina? I, I don't think I'm anywhere close to that in any category. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always good to start with a lie, I suppose. Well, we're number we we are in top ten. They have one guy in Malta. He listens to all our podcasts multiple times. We asked him to do it. He got us in the top ten. Uh, but Mina is joining oh. us today because we oh uh, Malta like Malta. the country Malta yeah the country yeah. Malta. I, I I thought you were just saying like multi, but you had no. a weird accent. <laughs> okay, so no. I was like, no general interest, definitely not. Um, <laughs> sports maybe, but okay, Malta. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at the rankings lately. We are, we are. So, but M- Mina is joining us because we agreed to donate uh, $400 with the help of Armchair to the West Seattle Ooh. Food Bank. Uh, and we would ask you guys if you're able to donate to donate because it is a very critical time. Lots of people around this country are struggling to find meals and food banks everywhere are crunched and need the support you can give them. So if you can donate, please do. Uh, Mina, the first question I want to ask you is, on our big show Sunday, we asked people how they were doing 60 days into quarantining, mm-hmm. and we asked them to describe their physical quarantine appearance by a current or former Saints cornerback. So I'm going to ask you the same questions, but you are a Seahawks fan, so if you could describe your current quarantine state, state using a current or former Seahawks defensive back, who would you choose? Ooh. Um, hmm. Trying to think of one that Saints fans would know so that, you know, I can, which is, by the way, not an easy task these days with the Seattle secondary compared to years past. Um, I'll go with Shaq Griffin. He always looks to be in a good mood, and I'm in pretty high spirits. I will add, by the way, just want to make a specific request, and I know this is pandering, but if you do donate, to the Seattle Food Bank. Please donate $28.30. Ah. Yes! Screen, screenshot it and send it to my friend <laughs> Charles McDonald, who's a notorious Falcons fan. I see what you did there. Mina, that is a great idea. And, and, and anybody that does that, do it to us. 
and I will make sure you get awesome swag. Mina, from Mina us. knows how to play to her she audience. Does. She's she's right to the straight to the heart of Saints fans right there. Doing my she best. Is. Doing my best. <laughs> well, Mina, my what I'm curious about is oh sorry, we're still waiting on the uh, Seahawks defensive back. No, she oh, gave Shaq it Griffin. to me. Shaq, Shaq Griffin. Oh, Griffin. I'm sorry, you said that. Okay. All right. So, Ralph and I, you know, we do this in our parents' basement. Not, yes. not really, but we we are completely at. I, I personally, I'm completely at the mercy of whatever state Comcast is in that day. So, I live with this fear of impending doom whenever you do these shows. And actually, when we get great guests like you on, it's more stressful because I just. You know, like, for example, I upgraded a router a couple weeks ago to double the bandwidth of my Wi-Fi, and it immediately got worse. So the perils of home internet, you know, I'm just curious, now you're kind of in our boat, and you're at least working from (laughs) home some of the time. How does it feel to be at the mercy of potentially bad audio? Those are great questions. Um, I have a ESPN router like a wi-fi i don't i don't know how it works but basically it means that i can use ethernet uh when we're doing we, we start doing our tv hits from home and then we reroute them through bristol but the internet has to be blazing fast and uh, i found that that's helped a lot so now i'm in pretty good shape um early on it was a little dicey i will i will admit that <laughs> but doing good now uh, so we, we need our patrons to donate to we need it ESPN well speed. we patrons to donate they need to donate they can we need a thousand people to donate ten dollars a month so i can quit my seo job and just blog from uh from my (laughs) boxers every (laughs) full time but mina the seahawks and the saints fans are probably two of the fan bases that believe most that their noise makes a huge difference right so if we have empty stadiums this year if both teams win big does it shatter everything we've come to believe about what being a Seahawks and a Saints fan really is? I I would throw Kansas City into the mix there. I actually think um, Seattle was better on the road last year. Drew Brees and Russell Wilson have a lot in common. The diminutive stature, of course, uh, being underrated, perhaps. But uh, Russell's been, uh, unlike Drew, he's been pretty good on the road. And uh, as the season goes on, now I alienated the Saints fans that I was pandering to early on. I realized yeah, they that. Did. Um, they're going to they're tweet so road I, stats at I, you all night. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm probably wrong. I haven't looked at that lately. But um, the my point is just that Seattle's actually that that advantage has waned recently. It's true. Um, Mina, you mentioned stats, or Ralph mentioned stats. One of you did. Um, I, I love your show, by the way. I listened recently to uh, one Thank of you. your podcasts with uh, the Ravens manager of player evaluations and analytics. And, you know, I got a lot out of that. That was incredible. And I know you're really into the X's and O's. The Saints are kind of unique. So I, I wanted to get your take on this and just see as a national media member how this feels. Because they're, they're different from everyone else. And they kind of have this salary hmm. cap, cap strategy where – they do voidable years inside of voidable yes. years inside of an Easter egg. And, you know, the Saints kind of operate their cap and their lifestyle choice of always trading up in the draft. It's very different from everyone else. <laughs> so yes. how, how does how do you feel about the Saints and how they operate? 
Um, yeah, I, I would compare. Who's the guy who started Firefest? Billy McFarland? Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. So for, for a while, I would say that would be the analogy. But then you guys had two, arguably one of the best two-year drafting stretches in the last decade, I would say. Yeah. Um, and that goes a long way towards alleviating cap issues when you draft well. Um, so you kind of drafted your way out of it uh, in some ways. Uh, that that's I where I would say that is the status of the team now. If you didn't have those good drafts, uh, it'd be pretty dicey. But right now, it's not that bad. No, there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. It, you know, before we get to uh, the contract situation, I want to say your, your description of Sean Payton as the number one shit poster in the NFL was just I love Sean Payton. I want to say, by the way, he recently followed me on Twitter. I have no idea why. So now I'm scared to say anything negative about him. So I love him. He, we're going to do a bracket in the summer meter of his most petty moments. And the Incredible. list is long, right? Um, um I, yeah, I did Rams preseason this year. And Siciliano told me the prior preseason, Peyton like was cha throwing challenges during the preseason or something. And like week, I was just incredible, incredible stuff. <laughs> we, we have an existential crisis, uh, Mina, that maybe you can help us with. Okay. Sean Peyton liked a tweet of ours during the first round of the NFL draft. Should we be incredibly psyched or terrified? What was the tweet? Uh, it was something about, well, actually, it was after he did this uh, open for us, and uh, we said that he missed his calling as an actor. Oh, so it was like a nice tweet. So but yeah. I, my point is, but it's during the first round. So the fact that he was looking right. at Twitter and liking a tweet during the first round of the draft, is that a bad uh, sign? First round <laughs> is like the chillest round of the draft for teams. I mean, he's, you know... He's not the GM. Um, and I guess I did. I, I'm trying to think about the Saints in their first round in particular. I, I remember hearing when you guys picked 26. Yeah. 24. 24. 24. There was some, some noise about 
some of the later, the teams that are picking later having interest in Ruiz. So I guess maybe, you know, he could have been busy with that, but um, it seems like they kind of went into the draft knowing what they wanted to do there. Have you ever heard of a team after the draft, Mina, basically bragging that, yeah, we were going to trade, we tried to trade up in the third round to get Bond, and we were going to give up way more than we ended <laughs> up giving up. And it just worked out for us. Like, have you ever heard a team publicly admit that? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah. D- teams after the draft love to pretend they got incredible value, right? Or <laughs> that they were going to take the guy earlier. So I actually think I have heard that. Like, oh, we would have given up way more. Yeah. Did you guys, did you trade up for Troutman too? Yes. They pulled the mini yeah. Ditka. Mina, they, they they traded away every wild, every last pick they had. We had to do. I love, yeah, I love him as a player, and I drafted him in Dynasty, and I think he's going to be a monster. But the Saints are just such a wild team. Man, um, the... yeah, I, I I think that's a pretty standard post draft. You know, we loved him so much, kind of thing. So, the the big argument in, in analytics, it's not really an argument. Analytics Twitter is like <laughs> you don't pay running backs; you draft them you then you use them up and you get another one so should the saints pay alvin kamara a big contract extension before 2020 no (laughs) sorry (laughs) uh i i would like them to keep him but you said big so yeah yeah i'm I'm respecting the question i mean he he's probably looking at McCaffrey. I mean, that's what he's going to want. Yeah, and on an open and on an open that. market, he might get that, right? If he's a free agent. Sure. There are a lot of, there are always teams out there. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Um, I'm hearing Mina inside the saints building, uh, that they're expecting to play at least most, if not all this season without fans. Mm. Um, are you hearing the same thing from just your, I mean, obviously, you're way more plugged in than I am. Are you hearing similar well, things? There's no one inside the Saints building right now, so I'm questioning your That's sourcing. A good point. I may have just made that up. Um, <laughs> well, the Saints again, going cutting to how wild this team is. There's no, they're not doing an off season, right? Which is yeah, they're not. A mate, incredible flex. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think right now, and this is, I mean, you can. Every sport's a little bit different, but just with the calendar. I think right now the NFL seems to feel pretty good about the season happening, but also believes there will not be fans. Hmm. Uh, it drives Saints fans crazy, Mina, that Aaron Rodgers is perceived by the, the national media as better and more accomplished <laughs> quarterback than Drew Brees. Are we right to feel angry, slighted, and bitter about that? <laughs> um. I think that Aaron Rodgers at his peak it was better than Drew Brees at oh. his peak. I think Aaron Rodgers, I think Drew Brees is better now. How's that? There you go. Who has the better <laughs> resume for the Hall of Fame? Oh, jeez. Uh, I actually have not looked at that particular question critically because I just assume they're both surefire, obvious, first ballot Hall of Famers. Yeah, so that's true. it's not like a debate topic for us. Fair enough. Um, all right, the Saints added Emmanuel Sanders this offseason. Fans are – it's been this big thing in New Orleans about receivers not named Michael Thomas. So 
Sanders is a huge addition for fans and just their morale. Um, with this addition, where do you rank the Saints offense right now? How do you feel about the Saints offense? Um, okay, so I don't have like a ranking in front of me. I was recently asked so whether they'd be better than the Bucks offense, which I think is an interesting question. Um, two arguably of the best offenses in football, certainly in the NFC. And I picked the Saints, even though in some ways the Bucks' depth chart is scarier, right? Top to bottom, uh, for a couple of reasons. One, I just think the continuity factor cannot be underestimated this offseason. Like I said, the Saints are flexing so hard they're not even having an offseason. I just think <laughs> this, more than any other season in the history of the NFL, to have a Hall of Fame quarterback who's mind-melded with his shit poster of a coach is a <laughs> tremendous advantage. Uh, and I'm, again, tremendous, huge Peyton fan, huge fan of everything he does. Um, so there's that. I think... Also, that continuity on the offensive line. We, you know, whenever we talk about off- offenses, we just think about the skill players, and right. And I, yeah. I, I do think Sanders is a helpful addition. I think Adam Troutman, who I mentioned, also will be an interesting addition. Um, but to me, the offensive line is probably the difference between these two teams. I thought uh, the Ruiz pick was fascinating, letting go of Warford. I'll be curious to see what they end up doing with him and McCoy. But that line is just better than the Bucks, even with the additions they've made. And I think you can't underrate that. Um, so it, getting to the Bucks, they have Brady, they had, they have Gronk. You just said that it's a, it's a huge advantage for the saints. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think the restrictions with the coronavirus will impede Tampa in a way that is going to be very significant, at least early on in the year? Early, yeah. You guys are playing in the opener, right? Yes. Yep. That's probably the big game. Yeah. The, uh, is that in New Orleans? It is in New Orleans. Tampa? New Orleans. Might have to be Tampa the way things are going. You saw Florida is like yeah. down for whatever. Like, Come on down. Um, let's do it. But yeah, I, I think in the early part of the season, it is going to be a issue. You know, Brady it values these off seasons so much in terms of like getting on the exact precise same page with his weapons. And I think not having that is going to be pretty big for them. Um, as the season progresses, it could get a little bit different. I mean, we, you know, that's the other thing with breeze. Uh, you know, as we've seen mm-hmm. now, I'm worried about alienating all the fans that I brought in, but um, you guys have seen how these seasons have been ending. So yeah. I think that's a reason I, I'm trying to put this in really gentle terms, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, this I mean this podcast is built on jokes, poor audio, and people wanting our crew to Taysom Cup and supporting the show. Where do you fall in the Taysom oh, yeah. Hill will be a viable starting quarterback in 2021 when Drew Brees retires? I think Taysom Hill is an incredibly useful football player. I think the analytics bear that out. I do not think he is going to be the Saints starting quarterback in 2021. Do you think he'll get a do you think he'll get a crack at it? You... <laughs> he had the chance. He, you Drew Brees was out for six games, right? Six? Like come on. And don't give me that whole like, oh, well, the system and come on. You see what the Saint the Ravens did with Lamar Jackson? You don't think Sean Payton can do that? Give me a break. Well, that's Yeah, I, that's fair, but my only response to that would be that at that stage, 
of the season at the beginning, things were different than they are now. Because if you watch that Vikings game, Mina, it was Taysom touched the ball on eight plays, and it was 47% of the offensive yardage. The fact that Drew Brees was bad in that game and Taysom Hill's Taysom Hill was effective, like for what, how many touches? Like Payton. Yeah. Is not a counter to the fact that Sean Payton decide did not start him as your quarterback for six full games. It's true. He's it's also true. like almost my age. Like, come on. <laughs> no, the 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 And um... again, I'm not a Taysom Hill hater. Did you hear what I said at the beginning? No, it's I think true. he's to I, I didn't hate the contract. I think he's totally useful. I just don't no. think he's your starting quarterback. And you, so you you think that's solely based on the Saints didn't go to him when they could have. That and he is what 31, 32 now. Yeah, yep. yeah, thirty, thirty-one. Yeah, yep. that would be the other piece of evidence. Yeah, also, I I in the very limited snaps, like he hasn't shown that much as a quarterback. Well, the thing is, Mina, he's to to most Saints fans, he's like an unused number one pick. He's perfect. So he was one so for one in the playoff this. game, and we've never this is seen why him people go. People hate him, honestly, and it's not his fault at all. <laughs> they do. No, I don't. I'm a Taysom supporter. Do you think people will like him more now that he'll be eligible in fantasy to be used more? Maybe, if he doesn't let them down. People really <laughs> turn against players who like. There was a big Sammy Watkins piece. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. And um, it's, it's pretty wild. But I was like, man, people really hate Sammy Watkins, like a lot of anger. And then I was like, remembered, oh, right, it's because of fantasy. You know, he's let a lot of people down. Well, I, I want to hear about when you let people down, Mina. <laughs> um, so Ralph on our show, he, he butchers everyone's name. It's and he, he's on uh, a Monday morning TV show in New Orleans where the host, Eric Paulson, uh, basically insults him the entire segment. Um, I, I'm curious for you though, like, do you have, uh, an embarrassing moment on TV or just covering the NFL to share with us? Um, like constantly. Okay. I, here's <laughs> one. Um, the first time I was on first take, I was, um, debating, right. Uh, I was making, you have to be like really energetic and sound angry, right? Even if you're not, you gotta really like bring the heat. And I was making some, it was in December because they call on, I'm like the C team. So it must've been like Christmas or something. And um, I had to make a point about James Harden, you know, and I, for me too, I, I don't have a loud voice. So I have to really like bring it, you know, and you drink like three Red Bulls before going. Well, on. I just got to like speak from my chest, you know, and I screamed James Farton instead of James <laughs> Harden. This is live television, ESPN. So that, that's a, that's one that comes to nice. mind. Nice. Hmm. Any chance you could play that off as intentional, though? Well, the yes, if it had been a negative point about James Harden, but it was a positive point. Oh, yeah, that's in, that's in contrast. Well, yeah. so then I could have been like James Harden. That's what I call him because he <laughs> blows. But I couldn't do that because I was being positive. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use indeed the better it gets and 
Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash match. Just go to indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Well, when the Saints signed Jameis Winston, I combined Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill and called them Jameis Hill. Um, That's going to happen a lot. It's going to happen so, a lot this season. Before we get you out of here, Mina, we want to do uh, rapid fire. And people, remember, go West Seattle Food Bank. Donate if you can. Uh, she's been nice enough to give us time today. Uh, support the food bank people in america really need it right now support the food bank support us supporting us allows us to do fun things like wrangle mina kind into coming on our show um so rapid fire mina who has a more punchable face peter from the bachelor or sean payton peter from the bachelor <laughs> you know Is... I'm, first of all you heard what i said about sean payton i'm not gonna say anything negative about him so <laughs> But yeah, Peter, I would probably pick regardless. Yeah, I think My... Sean Payton would love to punch Peter <laughs> from The Bachelor. You, well, Sean Payton looks like he'd love to punch a lot of people. Well, True. Well, here's the thing. My wife. 
we watched The Bachelor. She wanted to murder Peter on like multiple occasions. Like she was throwing things at the TV. And my wife doesn't get upset about anything except the Astros, the Dolphins, and um, how she looks in clothes. Uh, so to for her to get up that that upset about Peter was really something. Okay. Is, this is just for me because I'm a huge Labertard nerd fan. Is Stugatz real, or is he like an English banister running like a long con? I have to know. Oh, he's a he is a thousand percent real. What oh, God? What was I texting about today? Everything is you see is what you get. Everyone's like, oh, it's like a character. No, he. God, what did he text me? Let's see. I mean the fact that he brushed his teeth in somebody's park in somebody's. uh, I watched that happen. It was Levitard's wedding. (laughs) It was. (laughs) He's smoking a cigarette, changing his clothes. He is. He's the best, but um, he 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 is one thousand percent who you see. Okay, so I heard you on I believe Levitard say Mm -hmm. that your mom taught you table tennis and you are ready to crush any ESPN talent at it yeah zach zach streif said he beat drew Brees at table tennis and then three days later drew Brees demanded a rematch and zach streif was like drew Brees practice and had two different serves that he dropped on me and defeated me so do you think you could defeat drew Brees at table tennis <laughs> um yes <laughs> Ooh. you know you know drew Brees has a history of he beat Andy Roddick when he was a kid playing tennis. Is that so? That's yeah, okay. a true story. I did a story on uh, Drew Brees sort of a couple of years ago. I don't know. So I don't know. If, but you know, the, uh, Zach Streif was like b- both mortified and impressed that that Drew Brees took time out from preparing for games to practice table tennis so he could defeat Zach Have Streif. you guys been watching this Jordan documentary? These people are psychos. <laughs> like, come on. Of course. They, they, they are, but like. I mean, to, to be like, you know, we're preparing for the Bucks, but I got to break out. I got to watch like six YouTube videos on table tennis and like practice it so I can defeat Zach Streif at Tano. That is a different level of insane, Mina. Okay, your life depends on scoring a touchdown from the 10-yard line. You get one play, you get one quarterback, and you get one play call. What are you doing? Russell Wilson read option. Wow. For 10 yards. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like saints fans in Seattle. You didn't say in the chiefs offense, you just said the quarterback, right? (laughs) I did. Yeah, yeah. he did. He did. Yep. So I feel like saints fans and Seahawks fans, even though we have playoff history, we're kind of bonded in that we have the no call. You guys have the Malcolm Butler interception. Uh, do you ever get over it? Because I still think of it like twice a day. Are we? At, does it ever just go away? I lo- I just tweeted about it today. So the <laughs> interception. Um. Yeah, the thing is, like with Seattle, and it's not that dissimilar for you. We had, we we had just won the year before, so that really eased the blow. Like if we hadn't won, I think I would I would think about it all the time. Um, but since we had just Seattle just won the Super Bowl, I was able to move on. Yeah, see, like it, the Viking stuff for us, the, yeah. the Hail Mary two, three years ago, and then th- this past year, that's that's tough, but that happened on the field. You know, that that was just, 
you, you got beat on on one play and that was it. The Rams to me is so much worse. Well, mine's bad too because people taunt you with it. Like no one's taunting you with like a ref, right? And if they do, you're like, yeah, okay. Like, have you ref, seen right? Bomani Jones' Twitter feed? That man, like, he's he's great and he's. You can't be a Falcons fan and taunt anyone. <laughs> and I say this, I did. I'm, I'm a big. I'm a Matt Ryan supporter too. I think he's underrated. But uh, well, Bomani would say that he's not a Falcon fan. He's off the narcotic. But um, final question, and then we'll let you get out of here, Mina. You've given us all the time in the world. We appreciate it. Um, your last meal and your last drink. What would they be? Oh boy. Twenty-piece chicken nuggets. And from where? From where? McDonald's. Oh, okay. And I'm trying to think of what I would have to drink. I feel like you'd probably want a beer with that. I guess a beer. I've been drinking a lot of beer lately. <laughs> I think we all have. Any any specific kind? Dude, it's it's so shameful. Bud Light. I do. Worse? I truly f with bud light which people hate as a take generally i'm like what it's so drinkable but um <laughs> i no okay little story so i don't know if you order groceries right and you do an instacart where they end up replacing a lot of the stuff yep and um you're like uh, I, i'm not gonna it, question this. it's kind of like potluck you just right it, yeah you're like well i ordered a tangerine and this is a tomato but i guess i'll just eat it right um Someone replaced, I ordered, what did I order? Some kind of beer, I forget. And the Instacart guy replaced it with something called Blue Moon Light Sky. It's like a light version of Blue Moon, I don't know, whatever. Point is, it is delicious. (laughs) You preferred it to your actual order. It honestly, it's, it's just like, it's just like water, but like, it just goes down so easily, so... I have to say, I have a four-year-old, so at the end of the day, when he's calmed down and we're outside, uh, Carbock Cherry Limeade is just the most drinkable thing in the world. Um, I said that was the last question, but I have one request. (laughs) 95 (laughs) calories, Blue Moon Light Sky. Blue Moon, if you're listening, I know you're not. Sponsor me. (laughs) Mina, Bill Belichick, I read a book on him, and the only time his father ever got mad at him was when he went to New Orleans unannounced and did something bad on Bourbon Street. If you ever interview Bill Belichick, ask him what he did on Bourbon Street to make his father mad. I want to know that so badly. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you could have messaged that one to me, but I'll, I, yeah, I got it. I got you. I'll definitely waste my one of my questions on that if I <laughs> if I'm in front of Bill Belichick. I just feel like maybe he'll open up and he'll be like, "I went to Big Daddy's and I got it got crazy. It was 1970 and we got nuts." I'm sure. Right. I'm, I'm sure that he's sounds like the kind of thing he would love. Yes, he, he would light up. Well, yeah. if you could combine Christmas. it with a punning question, he might answer it. That's true. Uh, the only way to make Bill Belichick light up is to I bet ask him about Taysom Hill or something. I bet he would like no, that. No, you ask him about Thomas Morstead. And he yes. literally talked for six minutes uninterrupted. He has a man crush on Thomas Morstead. Yeah, yeah, that's his bit. That's his we, bit. We, had, we, had, we had Thomas Morstead on this show, and we asked him 
if he was aware of Bill Belichick's crush on him, and he confirmed that he was. he's aware of it. That so, makes sense. So thank you, Mina Kynes, for giving us the time today. Guys, West Seattle Food Bank. Go there. Donate. Donate $28.03. Screenshot it to Mina Kynes. And uh, who, who was it? Charles McDonald. Uh, as a joke, screenshot it to me. Send it to me, and you will get swag courtesy of us. Mina Kynes, it's been a pleasure. We can't thank you enough for giving us time. No problem, guys. Thank you, Mina. No problem. Have a great day. You too.